Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another sermon slash discussion on Grow God's Light podcast. Let us pray. Father, we come before you on this day just to honor you. Father, we love you unconditionally just because. You are who you are just because you stated, I am who I am. Father, we come before you on this day to magnify your name, to glorify you, to uplift you, to increase in you, to love you. because you first loved us. Father, we thank you for each and everything that you have brought to our lives thus far. From the past, present, and future to come. We look forward, Father, with expectancy of knowing it is you who has our backs It is you who will supply each and every one of our needs, Father. We thank you for the lessons. We thank you for the blessings in our lives, Father. We thank you for the word called forgiveness. We are nothing without you. We understand and comprehend, Father, that it is you and only you who will have the final say over our lives. I am honored to be an extension of a creation of you. Now, as I move forward in you, Father, I ask that you would protect me, my children, my grandchildren, and all future generations to come of us with your armor of protection, with your angels of grace and everlasting mercies in our lives. All these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Today, everyone, we're going to talk about conception in our lives, two things that come together for God. As we have entered into this world as newborns, it is God and only God who felt we were worthy for the journey of his life. 
a life with a promise from God. When you serve me, I will not only give you a life of fulfillment, but I will allow you to live in a life of abundance. The abundance will land you into prosperity. The prosperity that I give you in your life will bring you my victory. You see, on this earth, when we talk about conception, we are talking about God's creation. The earthly ways tell us that it takes a sperm and an egg to create a human being. It is God who says the sperm and the egg is only a process initiated in the creation. But it is God and only God who was the creator of the human being. You see, on the earthly plane, they tell us that we carry the DNA of our parents. No, we don't. Everything that is within us is of God. You see, your parents cannot give you a inner spirit, a true image of God. They just take the process, the initiation to start God's creation. You see, we carry the blood of God. We carry the DNA, the gene of God. It is God who says, Within your DNA, I have constructed everything that you need to live the righteous life that is rightfully yours. You see, everything that you need is within you. You don't need colleges. The college is in your DNA. You do not need to be taught anything. Because everything that you need to know in regards of me, says the Heavenly Father, is constructed in your DNA. It is because you have decided, instead of going inside of you, to connect with me through your spirit of my DNA, you decided to connect yourself to the worldly ways and the ways that they tell you is the life that you're supposed to have. You see, I have constructed you inside and out. Everything that you need of me is placed inside of you. But when you come into a world that is filled with so many illusions. 
It is the enemy who forces you to divert away from me. So he places the illusions in your life so that you cannot connect with me spiritually. It is me who placed the royalty inside of your blood. You see, you have to get the understanding, says the Heavenly Father, that you are not of this world, but yet you live according to their laws and according to their means of what you should have in your life. But when you connect with me outside of the world, spiritually, you can start on a whole nother path of life that is righteous in my eyes. When you walk in the worldly ways, your blessings will be blocked from you. You will never see your fullest potential in this world because the enemy is pulling you away from me. He is forcing you not to see things that is of no good to you. So you miss your fullest calling from me. You can never step into your potential for me. You will never walk the road of purpose in your life. Because the enemy will bring you chaos, drama, trials and tribulations, trouble. He will never allow you to live a life of peace, fulfillment, abundance, prosperity, and victory. You see, the enemy knew when God brought you in this world, he had to present things in your life that would stop you from realizing who you are. He had to stop you from stepping into your power. As a matter of fact, when we do things that's not righteous in the eyes of God, it is the enemy who is pulling your power away from you. He is draining you. He is catching your attention on something else that is not good for you. Meanwhile, he's departing you for, away from God. And he knows the more that he pulls you away from God and the more that he puts the rose-colored glasses on your eyes and the more that he gives you under false pretenses is blocking your blessings from God. You see, God says, I gifted you my life. And when I gifted you my life, you received more inside of you than you could ever imagine. It is you who is not understanding the connection 
It is God who is saying it costs you absolutely nothing to connect with him. It's a matter of going down on your knees, saying a prayer to the heavenly father. It's a matter of going into meditation with God. It's a matter of stepping into nature with God, his presence. It's a matter of connecting with God spiritually outside of this world. You see, in order for you to live a righteous life in this world, you have to make the connection. That's the conception in your life. The conception is realizing that God is your creator. He is the compass of your life. He is the God who will have the final say over your life. He is the leader, provider, protector, teacher, father, of your life. To get on the right path with God, you have to separate yourself from the enemy. It is something that must be done. It is a sacrifice that you must do. You see, the Heavenly Father gave us the most biggest sacrifice in the world today. And that was his only son, Jesus, Yeshua. He came upon the earth, did what he had to do, knowing his purpose in life was to sacrifice his life for you. For all the sins committed, he was the ultimate sacrifice. That was told to each and every person in the world. The statement that came from Yeshua's death, sacrifice, was to live on the righteous path for God. A choice that God gave everyone called free will. A choice, even when you did do something wrong, we were taught the word forgiveness. We were able to go back to our heavenly fathers and we were able to ask him for forgiveness in our lives. 
But instead of us going back to ask for forgiveness, Some people feel that they are over top of God. Some people feel that they can manipulate God. Some people idolize materialistic things over God. Some people feel they can change the destiny that God has set on someone's life. Some people try to manipulate God. Some people try to be greedy against God. A lot of people use God's name and evil intent. not realizing it is God and only God who has the final say over our lives. Everything that we do on this journey of God's life is being documented by the angels in heaven You see, our Heavenly Father, he sits on the throne for a reason. His reasoning is not a false intent. It is an intent of importance in our world. You or I cannot get along in the world and do something wrong without receiving discipline from the Heavenly Father. You or I cannot work under false pretenses with the enemy and don't think the enemy is going to put a debt over your head. It is God who has the final say because he was the conception he was the conception in your life everything that you have inside of you is of god not your parents A lot of people is going to receive this message and not understand the conception. A lot of people that hear this message is not going to understand what I'm saying. But all the people who choose to connect with God will comprehend this message to its fullest extent and beyond. Because when they understand the message, when they connect with God, God will connect with them in ways beyond their own imagination. The way through life in this world is to connect with God. Through all that's going on with the world today, 
through all the spiritual warfare that is happening in our world today. It is of vital importance that you connect with God so you can see the truth about our world or not connect with God and be in the dark about the world today. You see, just as I said in my other sermons, you have to come to the realization that we are spiritual beings living in a human existence, fighting off the enemy each and every day of our lives because he hates each and every one of us. He will never like you. He will always try to destroy you. And his ultimate goal in life is to come kill, steal, and destroy each and every human being who has the image of God within you. You see, God sits on his throne above our heads for very important reasons. Everything that happens in our world is known by God. It is God who sits on his throne to see how you respond to the things that's going on in the world. It is the angels who is documenting on the responses that you make according to the things that's going on in the world. So our Heavenly Father Lord of Lord and Kings of Kings, El Shaddai, Yahweh. He sits on his throne so he can have a front row seat to each and every creation he has brought into the world today. He has allowed your conception to come upon the earth. When the enemy seeing the conception of Adam and Eve We have to realize Adam and Eve was not brought into the world by a sperm and an egg. See, somebody's going to catch the message. They're going to understand what I'm saying here. 
God didn't use a sperm and an egg to bring Adam and Eve on the earth when he created them. Adam and Eve did not have colleges, bills, debt. Everything that they needed was incorporated by God himself. You see, the enemy could not understand the conception of a male and a female brought in the world by God. He had to intervene that conception, that trust between Adam and Eve and God. He had to interrupt the process of the conception, the conception between Adam and Eve and God was tight. The relationship between a father and his children was tight. That was the conception. That was the bond, some type of way. The enemy said, I have to break it. I have to break this conception, this relationship, the spirit and these human beings with his spirit inside of them. That's the conception, y'all. I have to break that some type of way. I have to break that conception. I don't accept that, says the enemy. I need to come in between that conception, that relationship, that connection between God and human beings. So he gave them the fruit to eat. It was to manipulate the conception. As soon as they ate the fruit, He broke the bond of conception between Adam and Eve and God spiritually. As soon as they ate the fruit, God was disappointed. They did the one thing out of trillions of trees that had fruit on them. I'm sure God had trillions. I'm sure that garden was huge, filled with all colors, all kinds of taste, a taste that you and I can only imagine in this world. 
He broke that conception spiritually as soon as they ate that fruit and that fruit entered into their spirits they were awakened to the truth they immediately ran and hid from God even though God felt the broken conception our heavenly father's a spirit a spirit that he placed in each and every one of his creations so when they ate that fruit they broke the conception spiritually God felt it God was disappointed it was at this point they had no alternative but to surrender to God for their wrongdoing. It was at this point when God placed Adam and Eve outside that garden to fend for themselves is when our world not only had light in it, but it had darkness in it always. Just because of Adam and Eve broke the conception, the relationship, the connection with God, broke it. It was at this point where Adam and Eve begged God for forgiveness. God forgave them and the price that they had to pay was to fend for themselves. It was at this point when they came upon the earth. The worldly ways told Adam and Eve, in order for you to procreate, you must come together intimately and create other creations through the process of a sperm and an egg coming together. It was a process. But they were not the creators. You see, of the worldly ways, they want us to believe that it was our parents whose sperm and egg created us. No. They were the process. They were not the creator. 
They did not bring the blood in your body. They did not make your heart beat for the very first time. They did not construct your bones, your muscles, your tendons. They did not create the cells in your body. They were just the process. They were the initiators of your life, but they weren't your creator. It was God who formed your DNA. It was God who placed his blood inside of you. It was God who formed your systems in your body. It was God who gave you everything in you. Your parents cannot create the image of God in you. It is God and only God who created you with his image in you. It is not your parents who gave you life. The sperm and egg was a process. They were not your creators. It is God who was your creator. It is God who gave you his inner spirit in your life. It was God who formed the substance around the sperm and the egg. That's a deep statement, right? But it's true. They were just the process. They was the initiator. They were not the cause or the completion of you. It was God who was the completion. It was God who was the creator. He formed the substance around the sperm and the egg. He's the one who placed your DNA with everything you needed to survive in the world. He's the coder. You see, we live in a world that says, <laughs> this is deep. We live in a world that says, well, if your parents' family has cancer, then you're going to end up having cancer too. And you're going to end up dying from cancer. God said, who told you that? I never told you that. I'm the coder of your DNA. You have the power to stop anything that you feel is not right in your eyes. You have the right to connect with me. If you connect with me and say, 
I'm not dying from cancer, Father. And I'm asking you to remove every single cell in my body that intends to grow from cancer. As a matter of fact, Father, I'm asking you anything in my body that is an ailment that you remove it right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. It is done. Because I carry the DNA of God. He is the life force, not my parents. They was the initiators. God was the conception. He is the life force of me. I am the life force of him. This is his life. Everything inside of me is of God. Not my parents. That's where you have to comprehend the message. We are to sit down and think about everything that's going on in our lives. And we have to begin to ask ourselves the question, are we living in the righteous eyes of God? Are we living in his ways? Are we at peace in our lives? Are we receiving the blessings that's rightfully ours? Or are we living under the illusions of what the world says is our lives? It's time to connect with God. If we want peace in our lives, you cannot idolize anything over God. If we want peace in our lives, you cannot feel that you are higher than God. If we want peace in our lives, you have to realize it does not matter what you do. It does not matter how you live. It does not matter if you are living for the enemy. It does not matter if you choose to live in the darkness. It does not matter if you choose to be evil. It does not matter if you choose to manipulate, steal, have greed, cheat. If it is not righteous in the eyes of God, we have to answer for it. Some people will have harder lessons than others. But what God is saying to you here today is learn from your mistakes. Ask for forgiveness and move forward in life and connect with God and try to get on your right path.
There are three. Three different compartments in this life that will determine our journey's end. One, it is the kingdom of God above our heads. God sits on his throne watching each and every one of us. Rather you believe it or not, you can believe it in life or you can believe it in death, but either way, you're going to see God. Either you see him in your life or you will see him in your death, but either way, rather you believe it or not, is not of any importance to God. What is important for you to know is Either way, the Heavenly Father wants you to know you will see him. That is why he is on the top in the first compartment called the kingdom. The second compartment to this journey called life is earth. God felt you were worthy, so he created you to come on this earth to do his will. It is a will that God does not force on you. You have freedom of choice to do God's will or not. Remember what I said about compartment number one. you still will see God regardless. Compartment number two, rather you live righteous for God or not, you still have to go to compartment number one in life or death. So God put you in compartment number two, earth. You walk upon the earth. God says, I constructed you. Your parents was just a process, but I'm your creator. And I constructed around that sperm and egg, everything that you needed. I was the substance in you. I was the creator of you, everything in you, inside and out. I made sure you was protected. When I brought you on the earth, I felt you were even worthy to even have a journey of my life within you. Everything that you are and everything that you have is of me, says the Heavenly Father. Don't get it mixed up. I can give you everything. And I can also take everything away. Don't get it mixed up. But because I felt you were worthy enough, I said, I'm going to let you come to compartment number two. I'm going to let you walk that journey of life. For me, I want you to have that experience as a 
spiritual being. I want you to have that experience on my earth. To see me, to spend time with me, to work for me, to serve me, to honor me, to magnify my name. I'm going to let you have the experience. But I'm not going to force you. The choices are yours. But I'm going to give you the experience. Do good. With everything I gave you. Do good. So then the Heavenly Father says. When you're in the second compartment called earth. Whatever you need. Ask me for it. I will supply all your needs. I will give you the desires of your heart. Ask me anything in my name. I will give it to you. If you want to do something new, take the first step. I will carry you the rest of the way. The Heavenly Father even said, every day that you wake up, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It is another opportunity to get your life right. The heavenly father said on this earth, I created the word called forgiveness. So when you do fall short of the glory of God, you can still come back to me and ask me for forgiveness. 70 times, 70 times, 70 times, 70, but you can still come ask me for forgiveness. I will still give you another opportunity to get it right. But I'm allowing you the experience on the earth with my life. Take care of it. Take care of my temple. Feed my spirit. Uplift my soul. Cleanse my heart. These are all the gifts. Of my conception with you. Now as we move downstairs to compartment number three. The enemy. The enemy. Walks the earth. The same concept is happening in our world today. He is walking the earth to break your conception away from God so that you can go down to compartment number three. A lot of people we're not strong enough to hold the bond and connection and relationship with God. The enemy gave them the same fruit that he gave Adam and Eve. The same fruit got into the body and 
put the spiritual light out. Are y'all listening to me? It's the same conception that we are living here today that people are falling short to the same conception that Adam and Eve disappointed God with the same conception that we're disappointing God with today. We are breaking the conception We are breaking the conception between us and God. If we do not understand the importance of our relationship with God, A lot of people will be in compartment number three. You see, you have to understand, God sits on his throne up high above to watch everything that's going on down on his earth. He did create the earth. He's watching it. We see proof of God on the earth because of the trees that give us oxygen. He maintains them worldwide seven days a week. 365 days for years. We know this is God's earth because he shows us his rainbows. We have a sun that comes up every day and a moon that comes up every night. This is God's earth. Those are his conceptions. So God placed the enemy down here on the earth because he was trying to take over the kingdom. He wanted to be the conception on earth by taking over the kingdom from God. As we all know, that was not going to work. But he was bold. He was trying to be manipulative and God said, okay, I gave you time to redeem yourself. I gave you time to ask for forgiveness, but since you choose not to, you have to go down on the earth. So the enemy said, okay, I'll come down on the earth. No problem, but I'm taking the majority of your people with me to my home. That is the third compartment. I'm going to do everything in my power says the enemy, to take your people out. I'm going to make them think I am the conception of you. I'm going to put rose-colored glasses on their eyes. I'm going to allow them to hear things that are evil, but will come over to them as being good. 
And it was at this point that God says, only the strong will survive for me. So the enemy places things in people's lives to destroy them. And ultimately kill them. You see God put all these promises and principles in place for people to acknowledge him. To ask for forgiveness. To realize who he is. And all that he can do in their lives. Because they understand the conception between God and them. And the spirit God has placed in them. It is the enemy who knows before you and I even came on the earth the conception between God, Adam, and Eve spiritually. So he had to corrupt it. And now that he's down here on the earth with us, he's doing the same thing to a lot of people. When you fall into the enemy's temptation, you have turned your back on God. Therefore, a lot of people, if they don't change their lives for the better, will be in compartment number three. The earth that we stand on is the biggest test of your life. All the other tests in the world is irrelevant. The ultimate test in your life is to see if you pass. For God or lose for the enemy. That is your conception. That is the test of your life. God is calling you here today. Know the conception, the connection, the relationship with him. Your parents was a process of an egg and a sperm. That's all it was, a process. It is God who created the substance around that egg and sperm who is your creator who placed his image his spirit inside of you it's time to place your focus on god it's time to trust god over every decision
in your life today. It's time. Whichever decision you make, it is God and only God who will have the final say over your life and death. Let us pray. Father, I come before you today just to let you know I love you, Father, unconditionally. I thank you for the insights, the knowledge, the truth, the clarity of our world. It is on this day, Father, that you are honored. Just because you stated I am who I am. Just because you stated, I have the final say over all things of the world. Just because you sit high up on your throne to see each and everything that's going on in our lives today. It is on this day, Father. I thank you for the blessings. I thank you, Father, for my health. I thank you, Father, for my growth. It is because of you, Father, I get to increase as a student and you being my teacher At this time, Father, I thank you for each and every blessing and lesson you have taught me in my past, present, and future to come, Father. I thank you for loving me at times when I didn't even love myself. You still carried me. You still gave me the strength. You still stood me strong. You still felt I was worthy. I thank you. Now, as I move forward in you, Father, I ask that you would bless each and every person in our world here today, Father. Watch over the children as they're in school against this coronavirus, Father. Give them your shield of protection, Father. Allow their DNA a protection and power to shield them against this coronavirus. All these things, Father, I ask you and more. Bless me, my children and grandchildren. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. I thank you for joining me on Grow God's Light. Have a very blessed and fulfilled day in God. Keep your focus on God, trust God, and know that God loves you unconditionally. Until next time, this is Grow God's Light. Blessings of fulfillment. Have a good day.